Hi, my name is Jen Rulon, and you may know me as Coach Jen. After knocking out 15 Ironman triathlons, I am an everyday healthy human just like you. In this podcast, we will discuss how to metamorphosize into an everyday healthy human through healthy physical habits and mindsets, as well as authentic living. Let's transform together in this journey called life and become the best everyday healthy human ever. Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Everyday Healthy Human podcast. My name is Jen Rulon, or some people may know me as Coach Jen. But today I have a very special guest. Her name is Rose Angela, or they call her Rosa Spear from Venezuela, but now lives in Orlando, Florida. And she and I connected on the Instagram, on the gram, I call it, Rulon Racing, the Rulon Racing page. And then we reconnected on the Coach Jen Rulon page and your page. And we realized, you know, we were talking before the podcast that we just know a lot of the same people because of what the triathlon space. So thank you so much for joining me, Rosa. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's it's an incredible opportunity. I'm so excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, a minute uh, elevator speech. So I'm 31 years old. I'm from Venezuela. I got here in 2015 to the United States. I graduated as a doctor. I don't have a license to practice here. I come from the academic background. So for me, it was just medicine and and, and research and all these things. Even though I swam when I was a little kid, it was just like for a couple of years, but I didn't have any sort of idea what sports lifestyle was. In 2020, my life was just like with like everyone with COVID, but I was dealing with a divorce and separation, isolation because of COVID. And at the time I was working in oncology. So my isolation had to be like, real real deal because I needed to take care of my patients and running became just like a escape for me that um it was aside from therapy that became a huge tool for me just to get off my mind and just like go for a run and it was something that I could do to protect my bubble and to keep me isolated from people but just to get out of the house so I started doing like this, like, I'm going to train for a 5K, 10K, and I went to a half marathon, I'm going to train for a full marathon. I got into trail running. I started like meeting all these community people from runners, and then I met the triathletes because we have a lot of people in common. And they were like, oh, um, so you like to swim? And I was like, yeah, you, now that you mentioned, yes, I do. And they're like, whoa, get a bike, and you can do a triathlon. And that got me to this journey and in what two or three years i've done now two seventy point threes. i'm gonna do escape from alcatraz <laughs> so i have on my top of my list like i want to do a hundred miler the trail run i want to do a forward so it's been incredible how that kept showing me like you're stronger than you think you are it was just a reminder like maybe a small goal like train for a 10k and i was like if i can get that, maybe I can get of this like hole that it was my emotional situation at the time. And well, all the endorphins, the community that you need, that was very helpful for me 
So yeah, it's been escalated very quick. <laughs> yes, it did. Let me ask you this, because I talk about like transformation, that whole, you know, becoming a butterfly, like we all go into a metamorphosis and we can all go in through a metamorphosis many times in our lives, right? From maybe when you started school to as a doctor to moving to Orlando, what significant changes or transformations have you experienced to lead that healthier lifestyle? other than just running? Because there's a lot of people out there that don't want to do a 5K, 10K, half Ironman, half Ironman, Ironman, right? So now I want to talk to the everyday humans who want to become healthy. I think that if I can translate that message for, for like exercising, I think that I'm a caregiver. I, I've, that's part of my personality. That's part of my core. That's why I study medicine. But I think that the, that change of gear was taking care of me, taking care of me and having like that. I cannot take care of others if, I, if I'm not well. So I think that that was the first step. And for me, taking care of me was exercising, aside from like therapy and like connection with people. That is for me, it's so easy to go like in isolation and just like to not reach out to anyone uh, and to keep that bubble. It's just like my safe space. But I was very grateful to have like this community that they kept me out of my comfort zone and just like got me out of my house. Um, but I think that the first step that I took, it was like, well, I need to take care of me. And take, taking care of you can mean X amount of things, can be doing something that, I don't know, for me it was a new hobby, but it can be just a hobby that, you have years without doing it. So, or my dog, it's just like to take care of someone else, but it's just like that emotional bond. So I think that for me, that was a big step. Yeah. And I think something that needs to be reiterated and the rooster agrees is that um, self-love is not selfless. And that is something that has come up for me quite a bit on my own journey is that you truly have to take care of yourself before you can start giving to others. Like I always hear people like, you have to fill your cup first before you can start pouring into others. Because if you're pouring from an empty cup, they're not going to get anything. You're not getting anything, right? So, and especially as a medical professional, like you, that's who you are. You give, 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 give. And finally, you shifted gears and realized, wait a minute, who's filling up my own cup? Who's filling up my cup? Yeah. So every day it was, it was just like, a, just choose me every day. So for me, and, and that's part of the accountability for training nowadays, because not every single day you want to train, not every single day, but it's just like, keep choosing you. It's just for you. It's, it, it, ultimately, at the end of the day, this is, that's a goal for me. I do this because I love it. So, right. And I think, I think this is a great transition for the next question. What challenges or obstacles did you encounter during your transformation process and how did you navigate them? Mm, I think that timing, you want to have more than 24 hours a day priorities. What is a priority for you or sleep less? <laughs> right. Sleeping is necessary. Yes. But if you want to do 
X amount of things, sometimes you need to wake up earlier. Or I think that timing for me at the beginning was especially because my transition into a healthier lifestyle started for like training for a 10K. So I only ran like once or twice per week, but then started escalating and I started incorporating more and more things. And at, a, at some point I was working in a hospital. I had a doggy to take care. Now I work traveling. So it's just like, it's managing all this time because it's like, it's so easy to lose yourself again. And it's so easy to think like, oh, but I'm exhausted after work. Yeah, but then you have to work for you. Then you have to give yourself some time to do the things that you love, not just work. So that was a challenge. And I think that it keeps being a challenge every single day. Right. It's interesting you say that because just today, like we get on the on the call and I'm sweating bullets and it's because I just got done with a 40 minute walk on the beach. But I knew I needed that today to ground myself. I, I'm tired as all get out. I was up at 430 this morning, like I couldn't fall back to sleep. And I was like, okay, like just go ground yourself, throw on some Latino music, learn the language a little bit more so, right? And I think that really helped. And I was able to like just sort of move and dance on the beach. And it it just, it's your priority. Like, could I have sat on my hammock and fallen asleep? Oh, 100%. And I wanted to do that really bad. <laughs> right. But like you said, it's that priority. Like, okay, you know, you're going to feel better after you do this versus that. Right. So you and I chatted a little bit too before and you made a comment about not being an athlete. And I think a lot of people come in with that mindset. Like, and I felt the same way. I mean, I was a kid that hated running. And I talk about that in my first episode about just my journey and how much I hated running. Like I was not good at running. And so I never considered myself once again, as an athlete. And you made that comment to me as well that you're like, well, I'm not an athlete. I'm like, but you've done 5K, 10Ks. You've done a couple half Ironmans. Uh, Girl, I think you're an athlete. (laughs) So I was going to ask you the mindset of an athlete. How can the mindset of an athlete, even though you don't say you're an athlete, but you're an athlete, how can that apply to your everyday life and how can that help somebody that is just starting their own transformation? First of all, as I told you before, I think that Boster syndrome is a huge thing and and it, maybe it's not recognized and as it should, but I think that for me it was so hard to recognize like where do you where do you put the line? Like, oh, I wasn't an athlete, but now I'm an athlete. Of course, I know that I'm an athlete today because I train every single day because mm-hmm. I'm a goal seeker person. I think that part of the things that I can grab from from my athletic lifestyle, it comes with my personality too. So I'm a planner. So I'm going to sit down on Sundays and planify like, hey, so this is my working, my working schedule. This is my workout schedule that I have to do. If I have to miss a, a workout, which one is going to be? Which one is more important? So I'm a planner. So I'm going to have a, a um, I have like my personal planner, I have my workout planner. So that's a thing. I think that holding me accountable because I know that if I don't have a plan, 
Um, it's so easy for me to say, like, I want to take a nap. I'm not going to go because I know where my weakness or some days that I'm like extra exhausted. I'm going to reach out to a friend and say, like, hey, do you want to swim with me? Do you want to go for a run? Because I know that if it's just for me. So I think that part of the things that are benefits from the work on the workout lifestyle that it comes to my day to day, it comes with my personality, too. It's just like, make yourself a goal, make yourself maybe small goals to get to that big goal, set yourself uh, some boundaries or, or, or your daily priorities, or if you need to change in the way, that's, that's good. That's okay too. Life happens. Right. So I think that everything comes in play, but a big part of that, I think why it works for me is because it's part of my personality too. Nowadays, as you say, it's just ingrained in my lifestyle. Like I work, I know that I'm going to work. It's not a job. It's that I get to do my workouts, even though some days sucks and some days you don't want to do it, but you still show up. You still show up. And, and what you're doing is you're, you've developed habits and habits are crucial. Whether you drink one 32 ounce of these or four of them, like eventually it's going to get easier and easier to take 132 ounce, whatever that might be. It's right. going to be easier to walk 5,000 steps. And then later on, it will be 6,000 steps. Like my brother has, I don't know if he still has it, but it's the Fitbit, right? And so when he, when he doesn't get his 10,000 steps in, he will walk around the kitchen and it's like, oh, my brother doesn't have his, have his steps in, you know, like, <laughs> and it's funny because last night I noticed my fitness ring on my iPhone. It didn't go, it didn't hit. I was like, wait a minute. So I'm going walking back and forth. I'm like, oh my God, I'm my brother right now, you know? But it's just like you start thinking about how is that going to affect you like later, you know, the next right. day, the next day. And I am a big advocate of like, how can we be, be better for tomorrow? Like, how can we right. show up to be better tomorrow? So I love that. Right. I, I love the habits. I love that. Love the goals. Um, the one thing I heard years ago, they called it brain dump brain dump so you like dump your whole noggin on those papers and that's what you do every Sunday you do a brain dump and that's such a great tool to use you know like okay what do I need to do today it's like I have this this and this even me I still to this day it says walk in my calendar I love that yeah Simple reminder, but yes. And it's just like, it's so part now of my routine, as you said, that whenever it's like, oh, post-race, and you you know that you have to rest, you know that you have to give your body resting days because I know that they, it's important. But it's just like off my routine that it, it, I need to find something else to do because it gets like in my mind and it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going insane. I, I need to just go for a walk, <laughs> do some yoga, do something. Right. Yoga. Yeah, exactly. Do something. Strength train. Don't forget that. Mm -hmm. Speaking of triathlon, we know community is crucial for humans. 2020 taught us that. 2020 taught us that we truly needed human beings to be around. And, uh, you know, when we were isolated, when we were isolated, it was, it was a, tough for a lot of us, a lot of people. But tell me about the community that you found in the triathlon space and how that um, they have helped you. I think that 
not just the triathlon, but the running community in the beginning, they were so welcoming. Yeah. I was just so new and didn't have any knowledge at all. And I was eager to learn, but I, I, I'm so grateful that every single person that I, I have encountered so far in these last three years, they have been so welcoming. And so like, let's introduce you to this new person or, or let's connect with this new person. And so I, I found because of the running community, I found the trail running community. And because of them, I found the triathlon community. And, and since day one, they were like, what questions do you have? Oh, so uh, you cannot afford a new bike. Let's get you a new, uh, a new bike. So I remember that my cyclist friend, they were just like looking around for the best price of it because I didn't know anything, anything. I was like, how can I pick a bike? I don't know anything. So I remember that my baby, that, that, that's right there. Some cyclist friends, they found this like this person that had like a brand new bike that they never use anyway. So accountability, just like so much love, so much encouragement. I think that people that suffer because we're training and we're suffering in training, they, we, we form a strong bond, bonds. I think that our like long breaks over the weekends with the same person over and over again, those are almost therapy sessions and, and you get to know these people and you get to be part of their journey too. So it's like, it's so nice not just to see you um, get better into sport, but to see your community getting better. And, and it's just like it's this energy that just like helps you thrive, I guess. I want right. to say. So, yeah. Right. I love it. And, and Trace, Trace Pena's is the community that yes. we are we are talking about. Whether you're not in a triathlon community or a running community, like I think there's a ton of communities online on Facebook, you know, and just type in like even in uh, you know I'm in Costa Rica and I I keep seeing like new tr new like tribes or clans or whatever. Even like south of me, it's like oh let me jump on here, Mike. Maybe I can. You know, maybe I can help somebody out in the swimming or whatever that might be, you know. Right. I travel it's for work and, and it's so easy for me just to whenever I'm in a new city, I just like tap in Facebook, like whatever city running club. First of all, I feel safer to run in a new city because I'm going to meet new people. It's just so easy. Usually athletes, we are very welcoming with new, new people around. So it's just like it's so nice. Yeah. And even even Strava. Strava is a fantastic yeah. community, whether you're walking, swimming, biking, running, whatever it might be like. It's so great because I'll put like my beach cruiser ride into into town and everybody's like, yeah, rocked it. You know, I'm like, yeah, my walks <laughs> were high, you know, and it's just it's just it's fun, you know, bantering back and forth. Absolutely. You know, I think that's a really good other than, you know, you talked about we talked about self-love. We talked about really habits. And then I think another big, big factor here for all of us is community and really find a community that you connect with. Yes. Yeah. What is one final thought that you could give to the listeners about how to start their own transformation and become their own beautiful butterfly? You don't have to have an athletic background. You might not have the knowledge, the tools, the shoes, you name it. It might be scary to even start because you don't know anything. But getting out of your comfort zone and showing you 
that you are stronger, more capable than you think you are, it's cool. It's like showing yourself wrong, proving yourself wrong. I would never imagine me in all these races that I'm doing, in all this training that I'm doing. If you ask me, if you ask my friends that have been like lifelong friends, they cannot believe what I'm doing right now because I never was this person. So just prove yourself wrong. Prove yourself wrong. It's it's so nice whenever I, I get to see even a workout that I, I think like, geez, I don't think that I can tackle this. And then I finish it and it's just like, a quick reminder, like, you are stronger than you think you are. Be kind to yourself and just, like, again, sometimes you need to show up and you will surprise yourself. So I think that working for yourself, it's so important. And, again, as I mentioned before, it's so easy to lose yourself. So I think that it's just a constant reminder for me. Just I put it on my planner, like, hey, if you are doing this, you get to do this. Like, tiny sticky notes all over the place, like, choose yourself. I love it. And I think, Rosa, you are a beautiful example. You weren't an athlete and you pushed yourself to become a better everyday healthy human through fitness. And I'm telling everybody like that is where it starts. And it, it, if you start, if you could take care of that body first, then that's going to help the mind. It's going to help the emotional. It's going to help the spiritual it's just the whole package or the whole trinity, whatever you wanted, the mind, body, and the soul for sure. Um, so let me ask you, what races do you have coming up so we can go on Ironman uh, app <laughs> and cheer you on? So I have Skate from Alcatraz in two weeks. Is it really? In June? June they moved it. June 11th. Yes. It's the second week of June. <laughs> two weeks and I'm in San Francisco. You can track me there. They have a they have a tracking app too. I have a top list of races that I want to do. I really, really want to train for a full Ironman. I don't know if it's going to be this year or not. And I think I'm going to register for Augusta 70.3. Ah. I know that I want to do another 70.3 this year. I did Wilmington last year and I loved it. But I don't know if this is going to be my year for it. The full that I'm thinking about is... Ironman Florida that is in November so it would be like I have like my calendar just blocked just in case if I decided to raise her for that one but we'll see and Augusta is September yes yeah I always suggest to athletes two Ironman two half Ironmans before you do a full right right so I did Clash Miami I did Wilmington and I want to sign up at some point for a hundred miler on trails so Yes. <laughs> like, I, th- I think yeah. y'all are crazy. Like, everybody's like, th- th- you know, I talked to Jonathan. He's like, oh, I'm doing the Ultraman. I'm like, y'all are nuts. Like, I'm good with my 15 Ironmans. Like, yeah, that, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To do the 100. I mean, I yeah. might do it at some point, but that's nuts. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But you have those BHAG goals, and that's good. The big, hairy, audacious goals, and that's beautiful. So, thank you so much for joining. And where can people follow you? My Instagram handle is Rosangela M. Romero. That is my maiden name. I'm always there. I love you. Just like keep track of all my trainings. And it's, it's just fun for me to 
watch like the process and rewind and see like, wow, a year back I was ready for this. So it's just fun, a fun process. Great. So yes, we will put that in the show notes about uh, how to find her on Instagram. By the time this launches, you've already accomplished Escape uh, to Alcatraz and you're going to you're going to crush it. You're going to nail it. We're going <laughs> to manifest it, right? We're going to talk about Amen. it. So, amen. So folks, if you are loving the Everyday Healthy Human podcast, I would be honored and I would love for you to rate and rate this podcast, subscribe, share the episodes with your friends, leave a comment, doing all that fun stuff. Because down in Costa Rica, what do we say? Pura Vida. Ciao. Ciao.